It's March 27th and time for Social and Sex. In the same fortnight that the US government tried to force a sale of TikTok, there were plenty of social updates. We're going to talk about the juiciest ones this week, including how to start fresh with a new For You page and why no one's talked about NFTs for ages. And if you absolutely love this episode, then please let us know and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, without further ado, let's get started. First up, there's a tool which lets you see the top performing ad copy on TikTok. It's called Keyword Insights, and it lets you research the top performing keywords and phrases in live TikTok ads. You can browse keywords that appear in successful ad campaigns and watch the ads for context, and to give you some inspiration on where that ad copy fits into the ad script, text overlays, or captions. You can also see a listing of the most commonly used words and terms in TikTok ads, which tells you how often those words have been used, and you can filter that list by the last 7, 30, or 120 days. Keyword Insights is free and available now in TikTok's Creative Center. TikTok have been busy and Keyword Insights is the latest in a number of recent data drops added to TikTok's Creative Center tools. Make sure to use Keyword Insights in combination with top products and top ads to get insight into what's working on the platform right now. Next up, sad news for Web3 lovers. There's going to be no more NFT drops on Facebook and Instagram. For now. Meta has said it's sunsetting the NFT integration features on Facebook and Instagram that it introduced last year, but only for the time being while it focuses on messaging and on reels. The head of commerce and fintech at Meta, Stephanie Casriel, essentially said their time is better spent focusing on other ways to support creators, people and businesses. Meta was all about NFTs last year, since about April 2022, as was the rest of the industry, as I'm sure you'll all remember. It launched a live test of NFTs called Collectibles on Instagram with select US creators and collectors a month later. Collectibles followed on Facebook in June. These are among the features being paused. Now Meta also said it's still working on streamlining payments with MetaPay, hopefully making in-app checkouts easier and it'll keep investing in payment tools through direct messaging. Yeah, it's interesting that even the biggest of businesses get it wrong sometimes. Meta initially invested in NFT integration as another aspect of the coming metaverse shift and a means of monetizing digital items for creators, users and brands. But crypto market shifts, a tough economic climate and Apple's privacy changes means the company's cutting costs for a so-called year of efficiency. Now that sounds like fun. Meta will no doubt resurface support for collectibles, but don't expect this to be anytime soon. We're talking years, not months. Across the next few weeks, Meta will end tests that let you buy, trade, sell and share NFTs on Instagram and Facebook. But fear not NFT fans, you've got AI to keep you busy in the meantime. Now, Twitter's latest update to its ad control settings gives users the ability to opt out of some topics. Reportedly, Twitter's letting users opt out of certain sensitive ad categories, which is a feature we're used to seeing on Meta platform ads. Under a new section in Ads Preferences, the opt-out feature would let users choose to see fewer ads on topics and in sectors they don't want to hear from, gambling ads, for example. As we know on Meta, people can choose not to be served ads related to alcohol, pets, politics, and more. But this is just a few lines of code that's been spotted in the back end. There's no official word yet from Twitter on when or if this will roll out. Giving increased agency to users around the ads that they see initially sounds like a drawback for brands and advertisers, but it actually helps ensure your ads reach interested users and mitigates the risk of wasted ad spend. After all, if you're a dog toy brand, for example, and you're hitting people that are allergic to dog hair, I'd say that's probably not a great use of your ad spend budget. Expect more categories to be added prior to the update's launch. Alcohol, firearms and legal drugs are likely candidates. 
Also, even if they manually opt out, which granted not everyone will do, users still might see some ads related to these categories, so it's not a total blacklist. You just won't be able to specifically target these users with interest targeting. Next up, TikTok's letting people start again with a fresh For You page. Don't like your For You page? I can't relate, but if that's the case, TikTok is rolling out a feature that lets you refresh your algorithmic recommendations. TikTok first began testing this feature in early February, and it means anyone who's unhappy with the turn their For You page has taken can wipe the slate clean. They won't be shown any recommended content based on their previous interactions. Instead, the algorithm will recognize them as a new user, and any interactions going forward will be the basis for their For You page content. You can find this option in your content preferences, and your following feed, profile, and inbox won't be affected by the reboot. Depending on take-up, which will likely be a small subset of users, the update could impact your ad relevance as the algorithm essentially forgets their interest based on data about their interactions. But it could be beneficial in the long term. TikTokers want to refresh their feed because they might no longer find it relevant, including the ads that they see. We all go through phases, right? Users could also refresh their feed because they're seeing too much harmful or triggering content. In this case, refreshing the For You feed makes for a positive user experience. Bravo! Moving over to LinkedIn, company pages can finally schedule posts. Brands and businesses can schedule their LinkedIn posts natively. The feature was first spotted in testing in August last year, and in November, scheduling was rolled out to creators and individuals. Company pages always come last on LinkedIn, don't ask us why, but now you'll be glad to know that you too can post text posts or videos in advance. I did it myself just last week. You can also manage all scheduled content to make any edits before your post goes live, and you can schedule unlimited posts between an hour and three months in advance. The feature is currently available on desktop and gradually rolling out on mobile. To use it, just click the clock icon in the post composer. It's not like LinkedIn to be late to the party, but here we are. Not only does it help content planning, native content scheduling is free and it's quicker than using a third-party platform. But keep in mind you can't schedule events, image carousels, reshares, polls, jobs and services. You also can't edit a scheduled post, but you can reschedule it or delete it. And finally, Twitter is testing notifying you about other people's engagement. Not the marriage kind, the tweeting kind. Uh, Twitter is reportedly testing a new feature that lets you get notifications about replies and quote tweets on any tweet, not just your own. A designer at Twitter, Andrea Conway, shared a screenshot, which shows the option to notify me from the tweets drop-down menu. When selected, you can choose whether to receive alerts on new replies, quote tweets, or both. Handy if you're feeling nosy about a competitor's post, if you want to keep tabs on a client post, or if you want to keep up with public response to an important news update. According to these screenshots, Twitter's also testing a few more feeds, trending and video, which would sit next to the existing for you and following feeds on the homepage. This is as well as its full screen vertical video feed test, which opens when you tap to expand and watch any video on the timeline. As we all know, it's hard to keep up with the news cycle and Twitter's often the first place people go to for updates, whether that's celebrity news, elections or current events. It's definitely my equivalent to the morning newspapers. The notification feature is useful for monitoring tweets from public figures, celebrities or tracking niche communities. It could also help you keep tabs on your mentions and responses, aiding community management. But notification spam isn't it. There are workarounds, however. For example, Twitter could curate your notifications according to relevant accounts or filter out unverified users to make sure you're not getting pinged every two seconds. Let's take it to TikTok. This fresh for you page story is an interesting one. You said you like it. I don't think I'll use it, but why do you like it? I just think it gives you, I mean, 
where else can you reset your socials without deleting them? I don't think you can at the minute, which I like. And, you know, we all like a social detox these days um, instead of maybe getting peppered with golf videos in my case if I wanted to kind of mm. refresh and start again quite I do quite like it it's interesting is that not is that not sort of counterproductive to TikTok's aim though because yeah. like if you wanted a really easy way to sort of like force yourself to quit the app it's so addictive because it knows you so well so it's showing you things again mm. and again and again that it knows you love and that you're going to respond to so if you remove that like it's knowledge about you from the equation your experience is going to be diluted so much it's going to be you're going to be seeing things that are popular on the app but aren't necessarily aligned with what you like, which is going to hopefully mean that you can close it sooner. But that doesn't really help TikTok, does it? Hopefully close it sooner. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I can spend an hour and a half in there in one go. That's okay. ridiculous. So if something makes me you know, able to open and close it in a 10-minute window, I think yeah. that's a win for my life, but not for theirs. Well, didn't we have the, the, we had the app usage, didn't we? on on insta you can set how long you, you can get warnings in your feed and stuff like Does that. anyone like, do you know anyone who actually no, uses that hence the reason it wasn't 100 yeah. <laughs> percent on that but to be fair we're thinking about it from the user perspective but thinking about it from a brand perspective it isn't the best update I don't no it's think. not um because you don't although it will be a nice fresh start you don't change your likes and kind of hobbies that often right your interests mm. unless something new comes along a new singer or whatever it may be comes along but that would then find itself in your existing for you page yeah. anyway. Um, for brands, it, it might it might make your audiences a little bit more varied, I guess. Um, There's going to be people out there that you might be a bit blind to now. <laughs> yeah, but people that might not be as engaged or yeah. you know interested in what you do. That's that's the worry for brands, I guess. Here, but for a personal level, I don't mind mm. it. I actually quite like it. Worth knowing that's for um, organic and ads yeah. as well on TikTok because. They'll serve organic um, posts to the For You page based on those interests as well, um, which would be like your normal BAU content. So, yeah, I don't think I, I don't picture it getting huge take up, but it is something to be aware of. Keep an eye on your numbers. If you see something fluctuating, it, yeah. you know, it could be a factor. It's a little bit of a, a U-turn from TikTok uh, in terms of obviously their algorithm based. They don't. They honestly, they don't care at the minute, do they? But I kind of love it. They're getting yeah. so cocky. They're like, yeah, we'll remove the watermark, yeah. put it on Instagram. We don't care. It's not going to touch us. We'll even do you one better will take away the algorithmic <laughs> recommendations and people that will we still crawl, crawl into the yeah. app yeah well talking of u-turn eve we can't go without mentioning meta's latest update where there's going to be no more nft no more drops NFTs. um a year of efficiency. It's almost Isn't as if we get so overwhelmed by um, shiny new toys <laughs> and don't always look at long-term uh, usefulness. You, you have nailed it there. Look, we, we've talked a lot about NFT, talked a lot about Web3, and there are absolute use cases for it. Um, with this one, it felt maybe a little bit eggs in one basket, head on, charge, let's go that kind of put your blinkers on and don't consider anything else. Um, yeah, they rebranded the whole company. Well, oh, that's more to do with Meta. like the virtual spaces and yeah, not just collectibles, right? Of course, it's not right? just NFTs. Yeah, let's get that absolutely clear. But it kind of felt inevitable. It kind of felt inevitable, unfortunately. Um, like no one's been talking about it. And look, the uh, what we said before about the, the markets and the economic climate, it's all going to take a hit. You know, people aren't spending, especially not spending on yep. digital collectibles. For example, the first thing to go are luxuries, and this would essentially be a luxury for many. So 
Yeah, it will be back in in some space, but I think you're absolutely right. This shiny, we've we've got an obsession right now with shiny new tools. Just look at AI Not as I just mentioned right now, before. It's an industry pitfall, a hundred percent. And the word kind of grift comes to mind. You know, people who jump on every single bandwagon and rebrand the businesses, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to every shiny new thing that comes along. And I fear that a lot of people did get caught up in the NFT bubble, which it mm. will be useful down the line it's just not quite there yet yeah. but it's interesting to see even the biggest of businesses put the blinkers on go full tilt and it's still not work i think it served its purpose i had a it's nice moment in the sun for like brands like you know nike for example but you know if you're not nike the best thing you can still do is just have very very strong foundations you know make sure your basics are as strong as they can be before you start getting distracted by like the next big thing yep. and you know changes to the metaverse we've covered this again that's going to be years not months we're talking like what it's going to look like in a decade so mm -hmm. it's not going to affect anything you're doing right now i think there's just a lesson in here somewhere about not to always get distracted by shiny new toys Talking of shiny new toys, we have a new one ourselves. If you're listening to this on Spotify on your phone, pull out your phone now, take a look at your screen, and you'll see a Q&A box. In that box, we'd love you to leave us a comment, for example, which story you found the most interesting from this week's episode, or you can simply say hello to Eve, myself, and producer Mike. And tune in next Monday when we'll be joined by Shannon Jennings, Head of Social and Influencers at Very Group, to talk about the influencer landscape as it stands now. <laughs>